Who are you? Um, you can say any character has gotten some bad abuse in any TV show, but I tell you who takes the cake when it comes to characters getting just riddled with abuse, and that's D. Reynolds in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I've been watching the show again, along with uh, a huge amount of Simpsons episodes, because they're classics, and I kind of forgot, because when you watch Always Sunny, you just kind of, every episode and season gets blurred together, but the amount of times, and if you haven't seen it, watch it, but uh, the amount of times her car, whatever car she gets, it's always like, gets a new car, has it for 20 minutes, and gets absolutely pummeled by, like, their actions. Like, I was watching the, the, which one was it again? Oh, it's when they go on a road trip and they want to go to the Grand Canyon. And the premise of it is that they try and wake up early all for Dennis Mack, Charlie and Frank. All wake up and try and get out of town before, you know, early in the morning before Dee wakes up. And she comes in early with a new car. It's like, oh, pretty sweet ride. And she, she like, she craps out and she doesn't get a, a tape deck and a radio. So they knock 50 bucks off of the uh, the purchase. And then, like, she's literally, she's had it for, like, I'd say less than three hours. And then it just get like, it just gets completely taken by some random stranger. And uh, it ju- it's just, like, it constantly spirals out of control. Like, at the wedding one, they try and leave and get in just the most disgusting purple, like, Chrysler Jeep mini hatchback thing. And immediately <laughs> crash it into a wall. Uh, and it's it's just... I was thinking, I was like, oh... I was actually... Because I was watching a few serious movies recently. I watched Parasite for the first time. The Bong Joon-ho movie. Which is really good. I would uh, I'd say everybody to watch it. And for those who are extra pretentious... They have a black and white version on Amazon as well that you can watch that uh will really tickle the uh the funny bone it's it's actually it actually is pretty funny uh, it's got some dark humor in there but uh i i can see why it won pretty much everything it could have won uh when it came to the oscars that year last year and the other thing that i watched was one that was on my list for a very long time and i pushed it away for quite a while it's what's eating gilbert grape with a ginger Johnny Depp. And it's not like he's kind of got a short back and sides, buzz cut, little bit of red on top from the dye. Like he has got flowing ginger hair in this movie. And Leonardo DiCaprio is Arnie, who is his uh, brother who has autism and it's great. And they say at the very start that like like he very clearly has autism. Uh Leonardo DiCaprio in the movie because he's doing all these weird takes and he's laughing he's hitting his head when he gets frustrated and he wanders off and he says like ridiculous things and he gets like attached to the wrong sayings at the wrong time and stuff like that but they say at the very start of the movie and I don't know if it's just like if it's meant to be kind of a reflection on how bad like things are in Midwest America when it comes to doctors and stuff or like if there was an accident or something but they say oh Arnie wasn't going to live past 10 and now he's turning 18 years of age and that's kind of the whole premise that he's 
his 18th birthday is coming up and you know they he's lived past that but like uh, there's really no indication why he uh, is going to be living or why he wouldn't be living past 10 like there's no physical condition that's wrong with him and i was astounded by the amount of actors that were shoehorned into it there's a young john c Riley is a carpenter who is just it's like he's dale in stepbrothers but he's like a little kinder he's like just as simple but quite a bit kinder and like he looks like he was probably in his late 20s when this was made maybe early 30s but like he hasn't changed a day like from then until now and that it probably helps that he looked like he was 45 when he was like 25 because he's aged gracefully and another woman who is also part of the uh the um stepbrothers cast is the mum mary steenberg and she's kind of the side piece for uh johnny depp in that movie and she's shoehorned in there and she looks so old in what's eating gilbert grape as this kind of mentally unstable mother and she looks absolutely fantastic in stepbrothers mary steenberg i think is her name and if that was uh, not enough george mcfly Marty McFly's dad from uh, Back to the Future is also in it as a like as a mortuary kind of coffin driver guy, and I it was going it was like getting an eyelash stuck in my eye. I just I was trying to remember and you can't get out. I was trying to remember what have I seen this guy and he looks really familiar, but uh yeah slew of characters. I the movie is a bit wishy-washy plot wise it's filled with great acting from both dicaprio especially and um depp as well but like it's very it's like this girl comes into town as well and him and johnny depp are like or her and johnny depp are um kind of infatuated together and they have a mum who's like 500 kilos like she's massive and you know that's a a pain point in the driving uh plot in the movie and like i don't she's she was a good actor in it and um but i didn't really see the whole um i didn't really see the reason why she had to be shoehorned in there well she wasn't shoehorned in there she was like a main part of it but watch it uh i won't give away any spoilers um other than I was really disappointed that Leonardo DiCaprio's character didn't climb all the way up to the water tower because he's constantly trying to, like, if he wanders off, like, he just climbs up the water tower, which is a a strange uh, activity to be doing, a strange go-to activity when you are kind of released for, or out of sight for five minutes from those who are caring about you. But anyways, that's my two cents on what I've been doing. I've finished college, so there'll be absolutely no more complaining about anything to do with placements and courses and colleges and stuff like that for another couple of months. Exams coming up, which is fine. Do all them in and out, handy, get to start my summer early. Uh, hot diggity damn. 
but I will complain about, as I always do at the start of almost every show and episode, is about work. Now, it's what? January, February, March. Are we still in March? Yeah, we're in March. And the ice cream machine has reopened from where I'm working in Centra. Uh, even though it hasn't gotten any hotter past, I don't know, 10 degrees. And I complain constantly about... I actually, I quite like the the uh, action of making the ice cream. It's not as easy as you people think it is, because you kind of have to... You don't twist, you kind of stir with the cone in your hand when it's coming down, and you have to get a nice flow going. It's like pouring your own pint. It's nice and peaceful. The thing that's not peaceful are the scrote children and prick parents who uh, waltz up and are like will nitpick like every detail. You know those people that just they'll make anything a problem if they really want to. I remember I, this wasn't recently because it's only been open for two weeks, but. Last year, during summer, when I was doing it, I've probably said this like a hundred times on this show, but I was making like four different ice creams for him and his kids. And I was making one and he was like, oh, could I make, like, that's a little too big. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I, I was genuinely confused and I think he thought I was being kind of, giving a bit of guff, a bit of cheek um, about... Uh, you know, he's giving a bit of cheek. He thought I was, you know, being cheeky and giving a bit of, you know, back talk to him. And uh, he was like, what, well, like, just make him smaller. I was like, oh, but why? And he was like, just make them smaller because they're, like, easier to eat. I was like, who complains about having more ice cream on the cone? I'm not going to, I was like, I do, I'm not going to, oh, it's okay, I'm not going to charge you uh, anymore. And he said, that's fine just make them smaller i was like okay and i go ahead and i make them smaller and he goes da he just says a word he doesn't even say a word he makes a noise he goes bah. i look at him and it's like sorry and he's he like disapproving noises at me i'm like yeah and he says well that's that's too small i'm like oh you're, you're putting me in a, in a tough spot here, guy, because I've made three, I have to make another, and I'm making it, it's like, is that okay? Like, I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at the cone, I'm trying to multitask to make everybody happy, and he goes, okay, now make that one really big. I was like, okay, so I'm already halfway making it to medium, the perfect size, and then he says to crank it up a little bit. I'm like, okay, is that okay? He goes, put a little more on for the for the kids you know have to make sure that everybody gets their feed I'm like okay put in the flake put on the toppings sauce what have you perfect 99 made this motherfucker eats the biggest ice cream for himself he's a like, boy you know it's the kids i have to i have to keep everybody happy fucking deep dives into the biggest ice cream doesn't even like take what i do is i kind of take the flake out and eat it at, eat a piece of it and lick a bit of ice cream and get like it all mixed up in a nice way he just like fucking chewed into the flake chocolate all over his face the three other ice creams he had in his left hand while he was fucking making love making 
whispering sweet nothings into this ice cream's ear was melting all the way down his arm and the kids were in the car i'd say he didn't crack the window and it was a hot enough day and they were tapping on the window and he just mumbled at his kids like i'm gonna go there i just have to eat this ice cream and he's eating it and he's licking his hands i'm just like you're a fucking disgrace just look at yourself i'm sure you had hopes and dreams once upon a time and now you've got three kids in a hot booted car and you're slurping ice cream off of your fucking hands while you're making sweet love to that ice cream in your right hand that you said was for your kids but you ate it yourself you imbecile and if i hear one more person especially men a man i'm all for listen i'm all for you don't need to be manly and you don't need to do this and you don't need to do that and the you know, set gender roles should be broken. I'm all for that. I'm a big supporter of that. But another man should not ask another man. No, a man shouldn't ask another man, do you have a virtual hug? And I'm like, what? He was like, do you have any more, you know, virtual hugs? I'm looking at him like, what? What are you talking about? I didn't obviously say that. I'm like, sorry? And he goes, you know, hugs. Do you have any more of them? I'm like, like, I needed to get both hands to scoop my jaw that was firmly dropped onto the ground and put it back up so I didn't look like a fucking moron. But this guy was like, do you have, like, any more virtual hugs? And I, and I look at him, again, I don't say any words this time, I just look at him, like, mouth ajar, eyes, like, fucking bowling balls, and he says, you know, the cards, like, I'm the idiot, like, you know, the cards, I'm like, what, like, like, the virtual hug, like, how, like, card isn't even in that realm, like, of conversation. He was like, you know, the cards. <laughs> Looking at me like he's the fucking king of cards, the savant of all things, whimsical. I'm looking at him like, oh, no, we don't. He goes, oh, so please just ask. Do you have, and they, they brought him back from Mother's Day as well. That's that I need to get a fucking gift for on uh, Sunday and they like just don't ask please don't ask the male people to, or anybody do you have a virtual hug just ask for the card off the late late show and we'll probably know what it is the constant stupidity of people that walk into that shop astounds me like, there should be a ratio for stupid to good people in the shop. And it would be a harsh ratio for the good people. Because there are so many fucking low-life idiots that come into the shop. Don't have the mask. It's like, oh, oh I should, I'm sorry, I should really have my mask. And then there's people that skip the line with no mask. And, like, like you've gone this far. How don't you have a mask? And... I remember asking once, and I'm not one to be like, oh, can you wear a mask next time? Like, I won't enforce it, but I, but like, they're like, oh, Jesus, I just forgot my mask. I can't believe it. Oh, I'll remember next time. I'm like, okay, cool. He goes, you know, I don't usually do this. I'm like, okay, sweet, just take your non-alcoholic Heineken cans and, you know, fuck off home. And he's like, sorry about that. Sorry about that. But what... I love more than anything in this world are when an immovable object meets an unstoppable force. And I know I said that 
phrase backwards. But there was a woman that came into a shop. And she had her mask on. And she was talking to me for far too long, I may add. She was like, yeah, my mum's going to get the dose. And I was like, oh, you know, I go to that fake high level of vibrato i'm like oh you know to give some kind of support she's like yeah she meets me up there on the on that high note i'm like i've gotten myself into a sticky a sticky one here that i don't care about and one of these little fucking rugrat montclair wearing children come up and it's like while she's there and our friend is like "I, i don't like any party that's coming into this conversation but she's there like, uh, oh, and I'll just take a wine bag. I was like, okay, grand. Oh, and I'll take a scratch card. I was like, okay. Oh, and the lottery. I was like, make up your fucking mind before I go so high with my vocal pitch that I break the f- fucking glass around here. But this kid rocks up. He's like, do you have hubba bubba? I was like, what? Do you have hubba bubba? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? I, I'm still confused. And also, people talk so quietly when there's a, a plexiglass screen in front of me. And also, I have a, like, you have a mask on. This kid, unfortunately, didn't have a mask on. And this woman that was originally telling me her life story goes, like, you should put on a mask. You should put on a mask. And he goes, I'm 14. I don't need to wear a mask. All right? And... I don't know how old he was, but there's no point in arguing. <laughs> Four of his friends come in, like he can't handle the woman, like they back him up in like a wild hog style. It's like what? what? And they don't have masks on. It's like you should all be wearing masks. And she looks at me like for support, and I'm like, I like shrug the shoulders because like I'm not getting in the middle of this. Is like, yeah, yeah, really stupid, really stupid and she like she wound up the f word to say but she she refrained she was like she's really she's like that's just really rude and stupid really stupid and rude of you and they all have just one of the best lines i've ever heard in my entire life and they just go listen we all have asthma all right <laughs> we've all got asthma yeah so i can't wear a mask because like, i'm 14 as well all right i don't need to wear a mask and i'm looking at it it's like oh i mean and then she looks back at me and like, you don't have asthma. They don't have asthma. And they, she's looking at me and I'm like, I, I don't know. You're holding up the line here. It's like, they might do. And she leaves. It's like, she can just hear her, like, mumbling under her breath. And you just hear the kids. as Like, such a, a, a conniving, like, snide thing to do when she's leaving. She go, They go, you stupid cunt. When she's already halfway down the road, it's like, you were just asking me for fucking hubba bubba a second ago. Don't act like you're running these streets, the rough ends of Rathfarnham village. And I served them and it's like, do you have John Player Blue? It's like, you're not over 18. She goes, yeah, fair. I was just asking. I was just asking. I was like, all right, cheers. Thanks. And don't be like well like what's that accent meant to be that's a fucking one-to-one impression and you know exactly who i'm talking about we all know them i'm like yeah sorry you don't have a mask he's like fine i'll just take the whole bubble sound bro i was like grand do you have the ice cream machine on at this point we don't i was like no we don't i was like why not i'm like oh just we don't he's like all right sound see you later leaves and i turn around to my 
fellow person he's like jeez you do be getting all the weird fellas in here talking to you i was like yeah i do i'm a magnet for weirdos i think they see a little bit of themselves in me which is probably true uh <laughs> but enough about that i said we were going to be talking about the ways to woo women which we will be doing now and for this i did minimal research and i searched up men wit on Romantic words to woo your woman. And half of these, I would think, would get you locked up and put away for uh, a severe amount of time. So we'll start off with, (laughs) I never knew what love was until I met you. Now, I don't think you could say that to somebody. That's maybe a line for somebody you've been dating for a while. Not somebody you're kind of approaching at a bar. Uh, the next one is, life without you is like words without vowels. Dot, dot, dot. You need them to make it complete. Oh. Oh. I don't get it. But, you know. You know, you can make words without vowels, can't you? Aren't vowels A-I-O-U? What about him, H-Y-M-N? Gotcha. Baby, you're a thief. You stole my heart. Creepy. You captivate my every being. Hmm. I don't like that one. The greatest thing... The greatest thing this heart can achieve is to find something worth to dream. And baby, you are the very baby heavy. I don't... I don't like this. I love you because of no reason at all. Because I have a reason to love you. I'm afraid I'll have a reason to leave you. Did somebody who's dyslexic write these? If I had to choose between breathing and loving you, I would use my last breath to say I love you. Sir, you are getting carted out of wherever you're saying this to the stranger, and you won't be back in that bar anytime soon. Now, they're just the words of the woo to get the woman. But my way to do it is to just go in with the idea, with the mindset, man or woman, no, man, man, just go on because you have to, you know, you have to be the one to start it off. You, you know, the woman can't go up to you and be like, how you doing? What about the, what about the game last night? You're like, oh, get the fuck away from me. Approaching me? I don't think so. But then you don't have anything, you know, in common to do with her. So you just go up and uh, say this person's at the bar and you go up with a friend and the old wingman technique might be getting used, you know. Oh, will you take her friend away? But uh, I think it's better if you have a crowd, you know. If you have kind of two or three. Now, four is too much. Four is eight eyes on you. And you can't make that much eye contact. So you go up to, say, three or a group of three or two women. And... You just, you come at it with high energy. You come out with as high as energy as possible. Oh, you're all right. Did you see the match last night? He's like, oh, no. Sorry. What? He's like, oh, nothing. Ah, oh, nothing. Uh, just like, it's a pickup line. You know, I heard it off this like podcast to come in with as much energy as possible. Never mind. And uh, at that point, they'll be laughing. You know, if you play into that, uh, into that, like, oh, Jesus, I've made a right tit of it here. That could like give you an in. And he's like, oh, like, what podcast was it? And you're like, ah, oh, nothing. Can't remember the name of it. Dick. And uh, you say, listen, 
Who wants to do a few... Oh, God, no. Who wants to do a few shots? <laughs> Who wants to do a few shots? And they're like, sir, no. No, thanks. There was this... There's a different site that I was trying to run off. But, like, you know, if you try and, like, find the balance of conversation with them and you just go up to them, it's like, oh, listen, lockdown, am I right? It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, I feel like I can't even... Uh, or you go, oh, no, I have a great one. I have a great one. Here, I've written, I've written down my hand. Haven't seen you forever. You go up to them. Says, "Geez, I haven't seen you since we were in lockdown. Isn't that mad?" And they go, "Oh yeah. How long has it been?" It's like, "Oh Jesus, it was like four lockdowns ago." And then you start giving your soft five minutes. You know, when everybody tried to make banana bread and iced coffees, and they're like, "Aha, aha!" And you know, they're not quite uh, enjoyed in they're not quite engaged in the conversation because they haven't reached that uh, that that the high note that I was speaking of you, you want to get the aha ah, I I bake bread and uh, iced coffee and, and you're like yes very good you whip out the watch you start fucking the pocket watch and start fucking hypnotising them it's like you like me you like me very much I bring humour I may be a little overweight, but isn't that all of us? And you say, oh, yeah, listen, haven't seen you since lockdown. And they're like, oh, yeah. But then they can hit you with the, I don't know you. And you're like, oh, right. It was worth a shot. And then maybe that even opens the door. It's like, well, you know, maybe we can know each other now that, you know, everything's back open. Including my pants. And you're like, oh, no, I can't do this again undoes zip yes what's going on then there party of two and like no no thanks i was like all right all right you have disney plus did you invest in that no yeah yeah no yeah i watched all the monsters in kind of oh they're not on month you know they're not they're not on uh disney oh yeah nice wandavision yeah oh no didn't see it yeah no it's a bit confusing yeah fair enough you like star wars no 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 baby no yeah uh, you know ahsoka is it no you don't know who that is no okay do you watch tv no don't watch tv no ever you know listen to me no don't like music no one person in the world that doesn't like music no all right yeah cheers yeah i'll just have like a i'll just have a hot pace sorry sorry no i i was the first one here at the bar no sorry sorry no i was i i was here at the bar no sorry yeah yeah no. yeah yeah no i know i was here yeah no just just a hot pace hot, hot pace one one, one. Actually, wait. Hold on. One sec. One sec. Chris. Chris, do you want? Do you want? Just, 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 just one second. Just. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two, two hop. Two, two hop. One, one hop pace. Thanks. Cheers. So about, and they're already gone. They're, 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 they're gone. So ah, oh, better look next time. I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. This is ridiculous. But. You know, if you just try and engage them with some, some like banter and high energy, and you know they might just, you know, if you, if the worst thing that you can do is lie, because then if they catch you out, you feel like an absolute tit. I remember I went up once, and uh, but I, it wasn't even like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a fucking, I'm a musician or anything like that. And they're like, oh, what songs do you have? You're like, oh fuck, I didn't have a follow for this one. But uh, I remember, <laughs> I remember my friend. This is at a party. 
one of my friends was having a conversation with a group of women. I was like, okay, he's he's harpooned the conversation and I can just kind of wiggle in there. And I did the whole, oh, how are you? It's like, look, at they'll let anybody in here. They're like, ah. And then, you know, the three ladies like, ah. You know, the high-pitched thing. I was like, oh, how are you, James? And they gave absolutely no passing interest. They didn't have the foggiest idea who I was. And they said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just... Two second eye contact on me and they looked back to my friend who was obviously telling a story and I entered in at the wrong point. I entered in at the wrong point, the wrong conversation. And uh they were talking about a movie and I hadn't seen the movie and I can't remember it was inter oh it was interstellar. I remember it was interstellar and I still haven't seen the movie because every time I tried to switch it on I see Matthew McConaughey, I was like, You lied, you lied and you got embarrassed at that party. You got embarrassed at that party and you can't watch my movie. And they were talking about it. I was like, he was saying like, oh yeah, Interstellar, you know, because he had like a, a loose grasp on the science behind it. And he was like, yeah, it's mad, like the time paradox and stuff like that. About it. And they're like, yeah, and it's crazy when he does this. And I was like, James, have you seen that? I was like, oh, I've been thrown, I've been thrown a bone here to get to the conversation. I'm like, I have to take it. I was like, yeah, I have. And I, ha- I hadn't. And it's like the worst movie to ever like try and fumble your way through. I was like, it's mad, but like, he just like, I was like, okay, what can I say here? I, I've spoofed my way through life at this point. I can surely do a little more. I was like, oh, the eff- like the effects were unreal. And they were like, yeah, ah, oh, unreal. I was like, like when he goes to space and stuff, like it's mad. And they were like, hmm? I was like, ah, oh, like he goes to space and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of looked at, uh, my friend looked at me like with a reserved look, like he goes to space. I was like, he goes to space. He goes, I was like, he, he goes to space he's in a spaceship you know he goes to space like yeah but he like he is like doesn't he go through like a a, a black hole and stuff like that doesn't he go isn't is that is that the interstellar this interstellar movie i'm talking about and he's like uh yeah it's kind of like that i was like oh no and i completely put the back pedal on this is so bad and embarrassing i completely put the back pedal on i was like oh no i was talking i was thinking about the martian i was thinking about the martian i was like yeah but he doesn't he doesn't uh it's like have you seen interstellar then i was like uh yeah 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 yeah. it's been a it's been a while though you know i haven't seen it in ages and i was like i don't think <laughs> the worst thing was i saw like 15 minutes of the martian fell asleep on the couch and they're like oh yeah the martian's a good movie so like with uh matt damon I was like yeah it is it's like, like what's it about he's like he's like he's on mars i'm like all right sound i was like ah oh, get a drink and i slithered off somewhere else and it's just like don't lie tip tip one don't tip two don't lie tip one come in with a bit of energy into a conversation introduce yourself eye contact i i know it sounds corny eye contact it fucking gets them every time gets them every time but i have a, a little more comprehensive list to go off here um from from the thrill list thrillist and uh, it says don't stare and i'd i tend to agree don't stare give it a few passing glances you know just oh no don't don't do that but just like a few smiles and a bit of bit of a flash the baby blues and uh but eye contact is very important so they're already contradicting themselves aim for the thrill of a sub conversation held only with eyes so if I just like 
open my eyes as wide as I can and keep eye contact and don't say a word. I know exactly which sub-conversation it is. And it's probably going to be the last one this woman <laughs> has before she's tied up in the fucking van and thrown off a bloody river. Because I... <laughs> the thrill of a sub conversation held only with eye contact I can't believe this buy her a drink the right way don't send over a light beer especially if I'm not drinking a light beer ask the bartender what the girl is drinking and send that when in doubt a glass of something sparkling never hurt anyone that is the quickest way to put yourself in the position of Bill Cosby Oh, this stranger over there sent you a drink. I was like, really? Did he put anything in it? And he was like, I don't think so. And then before you know it, it's... You're into the jail and you're done with the list. And you're in the jail. I didn't watch the Bill Cosby show. I was far too young. So I have no reference, but that's... But impression-wise, that's how it goes. Or try buying songs, not drinks. When a guy asks me if I want a drink, I sometimes ask for a song instead. Time at a jukebox can be very telling and definitely... A t- when the fuck was this? It is... It Actually, it is around the time when Bill Cosby was in fruition. Because this is some fucking happy days Fonzie at the jukebox thing. Hey, you want a drink? I sometimes ask for a song. So so I go... I, I'm, I'm approaching this lady. It's like, hey, would you like a drink? No. I was like, hey, would you like a drink? My name's James. And they'd go, no. i go, oh. But I'll take a song. And that you've already confused them. Don't try. Men are simple creatures, ladies. Just just take the drink. Don't, don't, the, a song, a song. What, what song do you want? It's like, ah, oh, just the classics. And now then you have to get into a conversation of how my music taste is better than yours. It's like, oh, did do you uh, listen to Rex Orange County? I'm a really big fan of them. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of a uh, he's kind of underground. It's like, yeah, I like U uh, two and stuff like that. You know, do, do what I play a bit U two. Oh, it wasn't really. It's where you better go. It's like, all oh, right, okay, just I'll ask for the drink next time. Okay. <laughs> Don't expect anything in exchange for that drink, but do if you get the song. Wait for a response. Guys nowadays think that buying the drink gives you permission to talk to and even harass the person. You should always think of buying the drink as a selfless gesture. It deserves more than a thank you. It deserves no more than a thank you if accepted. They're trying to cover... I know they're trying to cover all bases by, like, batting the men away by saying, listen, if you buy this woman a drink, she's not, like, consenting to uh, do things with you. You know... Unless you take the Bill Cosby. Well, there's a part of the drink the drink and it fills it, you go to sleep. But I assume this is saying, listen, you don't have... Just because you buy the drink doesn't mean that you're... Uh, doesn't mean that, you know, you can get get on with her and stuff like that. Uh, thus why you should always ask them, do you want a drink, rather than sending it like a cold caller. And the last one, ask the bartender to introduce you. If... I was working behind a bar and somebody said, Hi, who's this? Who's your friend over here ordering the tequila sunrise? Like, sir, that's a pint of 
that's a point of Guinness. Yeah, what's your friend's name? It's like, oh, I don't know, because, you know, I'm working, and I'm not friends with them. So the description is, you don't really know if the lady is having a bad day and just wants to be alone, or is having a great day and is hunting. The bartender will know 99% of the time. No, they won't. No, they won't. Because I assume that the bartender, like every single person that's in work, when it comes to dealing with people on a regular basis, goes into white noise mode, listens to the drink, order puts it in, gives it to them, takes the money, next person. I'm sure there isn't an emotional investment every time you go up to the bar. Or maybe there is, and that would be the best bar to go to, and it would have the most sexual assault claims in it. The bartender will know 99% of the time, plus a guy steps into unknown territory while the bartender has already been talking to this person. Who talks to the bartender anymore? I... Who was this made for? Just be normal. Sorry, there is one more. Just be normal. Just be normal. Oh, that's that ship has sailed, unfortunately. Say hello, introduce yourself, and have a normal conversation. It's amazing how far being normal can take you. Yeah, it can take you fucking home by yourself with a bag of chips you didn't really want, but you just got them because you had a hankering for some fucking coping mechanism through food okay don't be normal don't be yourself especially if you haven't had any fucking success with being yourself because that shit obviously isn't working james now the next one oh no there is no next one so that's really it what can i say approach with high energy get the girl's consent this is all in a bar setting as well i don't yeah you know don't lie that's a big one don't act like you've seen the movie Interstellar or any other complicated movie uh, of that and you'll be absolutely in the clear and then you can take it from there and just have a some sense of confidence and you'll uh, you'll be good to go in my opinion. Now the next one completely different completely different uh, excuse me I feel like a, I'm like do you know when you get like beer burps? This is disgusting. Do you know when you get beer burps and it comes back up and it like fizzes in the back of your throat? And you're like, oh, that's that's absolutely disgusting. Uh, I feel like I'm getting that, but I haven't drank like beer, especially in like weeks, and I'm off the drink for a while until I get my exams done. But it's it's very strange. What I was going to say is that. I was sifting through YouTube as I was, um, I was very, um, bored and I happened to stumble across a video that I had watched when I was around 15 years of age and I was talking about how, um, how, uh, I love the Simpsons and how I've been watching Simpsons a lot more these days and it kind of threw me for a loop because I saw it's almost like the uncanny uh, valley type thing where you see something and there's just something a little strange about it. And I saw a screen grab of that I'll put up on Instagram, a screen grab of a couch gag and it was the claymation couch gag. 
And I said, well, there wasn't any claymation cage gag, especially in the newer episodes, because I remember seeing kind of a compilation and that surely would have been there. And I started to think, I think I've seen that before. And it was Lee Hardcastle's Simpsons cage gag. And it was essentially Get Out. No, what? What was that movie? Get Out. No, Get Out is the one with Daniel uh, Iluka, Kaluuya, Kaluuya. I can't, I can't remember. Don't kill me. But it was the one where like this family are in a house and serial killers come to get them. It was essentially that and they came in with masks and stuff like that. And it was all of them sitting at a couch. And I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll watch it for the sake of it. And it quickly transpired in my mind what this was and it's the three bullies Dolph, Kearney and Jimbo and they all break into the house and they do unspeakable things when they're in the house they shoot Bart with an arrow in the head and the head explodes and it's all done with clay and actually as weird as it is and as morbidly disgusting it is it's actually quite impressive to watch because when you're watching you're like oh that's just that's really weird how did he do it though because like every cut look like you're even though it's like it's clay even every cut is like oh that's disgusting and blood keeps pouring out and i don't think anybody's ever really done that the whole thing of morbid violence through the art of claymation that's my my college line there and he he's obviously done this and i was watching it and I was like, this is just disgusting and the only survivor is marge and like she gets scalped in it and like the bit like maggie gets chopped up off screen and homer gets butchered and lisa gets i think what happens as well is that lisa is the only one that survives and shoots uh all of them and at the very end, like, Marge is on the ground. He's just been scalped. This is disgusting. She's just been scalped. And Lisa's the only one alive. And fucking Wiggum, Chief Wiggum comes through. Clay Chief Wiggum. And shoots her dead in the face. And it ends there. And I didn't realise that they, that there's, like, a whole plot story to this. There's another one that's based off of Reservoir Dogs where Flanders, Snake, um, and, like, I think Wiggum as well, and who's, like, the undercover cop kind of Reservoir Dog style, robs a bank, and they just blow each other to pieces, and it's disgusting, but it's really, it is, it's quite a, it's, like, in, now it's nice to watch, but back then, like, that shit haunted my dreams, my nightmares, and whoever had watched it back then was like, oh, that's, like, it's really disgusting and it became almost I know we talked about um not too long ago about the creepy the side of creepy pastas and stuff like that, but like this was kinda in there and I'm surprised that they like that this hadn't gotten more traction and stuff because of the amount of effort that's obviously put in and the amount of um kind of the amount the not the amount but the volume of stuff that he puts out. Um is just huge and it's of good quality and he does stuff with adult swim and stuff like that the program 
and I started following on Instagram and I didn't realise for the Simpsons thing he got and another one called Ghost Train, which is one of his highly anticipated um, kind of reoccurring things where he just goes hell for leather and makes the creepiest stuff he can. None of them, they both got like destroyed by YouTube, which is like through demonetization. Like there was no ads put on it. It got... Each of them got, I think, I think I saw it was like seventy million for seventy million views for one, and like thirty eight million views for the other, which is like huge numbers. Like that's insane, and I think he made a hundred like two hundred and fifty altogether from both of them because YouTube demonetized it because it's like it's a not perfect system and there's too much uh, there's there's too much uh, violence in it, but there's no other. There's no other um, website to put all that shit up on, so he has to go to it anyways. But I, that was just my little take on that and kind of a trip down my memory lane and how I was, uh, uh, you know, kind of scared. So I hope you enjoyed all my advice and I hope you enjoyed that little trip down memory lane. If you have watched those videos, tell me because I will uh, share good fear with you. Now, I hope you all have a fantastic week, and if you're doing college or an internship, good luck. Follow us on Instagram at the crowbar, the underscore crowbar underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, that would be a real help. Share, like, follow, whatever. That would be really, really handy for us. And it's going to be, I'm working on getting them posted on to posted on to uh, apple podcasts as well and whenever that does come out i'll ask all of you to please kindly leave a review five stars if you could and uh, that would help us in the future but until that comes out have a lovely time Bye.